Hi again, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. Uh, this is a podcast uh, for people who have got a growth-hungry mindset who are really wanting to push their business on and hear about new ideas to do it. And today I'm joined by Melita Campbell, who is... Uh, hi, Melita. Welcome to the podcast. Melita is, is really passionate about helping women build and grow profitable businesses and um, communicate with joy and confidence the fulfillment, income and lifestyle that they, that they desire from that. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a really, really interesting discussion today, Melita. Thank you for joining us. I know uh, you've been busy and you can tell us about that as we go through that. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. No problem. So let's start by that. Uh, let's just start by sort of understanding exactly um, what is that sort of a problem that you're helping the, the, the your ideal client face and the challenges that you help them overcome. Mm. So when I started my business 13 years ago, I I wasn't sure exactly what to do. So I started with what I could do really well, which was communication consultancy. So I was writing and editing and um, helping large corporates, lots of uh, Fortune 500 leaders, leaders of the UN, to be more visible, to create their plans, do their articles, speech writing, all of that kind of thing, which was, which was great. But while that's what I could do well, and it was an easy start point for me because I already had a network that knew me for that skill, it wasn't really my passion. But I didn't quite know what else to do. So I kind of put those those kind of thoughts of what else, that this isn't the right path behind me. Um, and I just got started anyway. But then when I was out networking, I was coming across more and more women who had started a business and they had a lot of corporate experience. They were very skilled. They were real experts, uh, extremely capable but they didn't know how to communicate their, the value of what they did. They didn't know how to communicate and connect with the right clients. They didn't know how to market their business. They had no clue about selling themselves and they weren't charging their worth either. So although they had started a business and they were getting a handful of clients, it wasn't really sustainable and they kind of felt stuck in this uh, expensive hobby mode rather than a thriving business that they really imagined themselves running. So I saw that and I was like, this is where all my skills can come together because my background was in communication, marketing, uh, leadership, coaching, and then building my own business as well around a small family. So all of that com com combined, I thought this is what I could do. And when I worked in corporate, I'd set up women's a women's network there and I'd been on the board of several other women's networks. So I'd learned about what it takes for women to to step into their their leadership potential and really to learn and grow and feel confident. So uh, that whole combination of things, maybe as soon as I came up with that idea, I was like, yeah, this feels right. And I just went out to my network and said, you know, I'm thinking of doing this. I've, I've got this framework of an idea of how I could do that. And instantly I got four clients. I was like, okay, well, that's, that's kind of the sign I needed. So I pivoted. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment and who I'm working with. Always a great way to start a business is to go out and suggest that you've got some ideas and you'd need some help fleshing them out. People, you, you really attract people, don't you, to sort of help you want to refine your offer because they become your clients, but also people will gravitate towards some people that are asking for help and, and they become some of the best advocates you've got for getting out there and telling your story, don't they? 
Yeah, exactly. And I was just speaking with a lady called Misa Mink the other day and and she was saying this idea and I, I, I'd never thought of it that way. But as soon as she said it, I was like, yeah, that, she's right. That your first clients aren't your first clients. They really co-create your business with you. And yeah. as you say, they become your biggest advocates. They help you fine tune things. They will give you feedback and they will really support and push you forward. So, um, yeah, I really like that way of thinking it, that they're not really your first clients. They're really co-creating your business. I, I spend a lot of time with um, innovation leaders who are trying to create innovation in their business. And the, the one thing that I'm constantly reminding them of is their customers could be their greatest innovators because they're the people that will provide you with that. Well, if only you did such and such idea, you could then build that out into a new product or service. In fact, I did that with a, with a customer not so very long ago. That, that it, the ideas that customers bring you are the most profitable because they're the ones that have got the problems. And once you recognize the problem, all you have to do is come up with a solution and put it in front of them and say, if you're interested, talk to me about it. And they become the greatest advocates you can get. I could talk yeah. for hours on this. So let's let's move on to your <laughs> second, the, the second question before I dive into all of that. So, so one of the common mistakes, certainly the people you're working with, try to solve uh, on their own before they get help. Yeah, I think one of the there's there's so many and it's all the little things. It's all the little things that they miss because, you know, and, and with my podcast, I really wanted to draw the curtain back on what it takes to build a business in the early stages, because you only ever see people out there with a business who are in business already. So when the people are starting out, they're thinking, oh, I, I need a pod, um, I need a, a website and I need to do uh, my marketing and I need to be doing all of these things before they know what they're selling or they have a message or they have like they've tested their client their their um offer with real clients so it's it they jump in too soon is what i think and you know there's a lot to be said by about trying things out figuring things out yourself making your mistakes learning from those but it's so much easier when you just get the framework and the support you need from the beginning and youtube is an amazing resource there's some really really valuable information out there the trouble is you don't know if that's the right information for you and if it's the right time for you to be implementing that in your business. So I think if you can supplement the some of these free tools, and I, I'm a big advocate, as you can see from all the books on my shelves, of, of continuous learning, I think that's so, so important. Um, and as, as I know you're a big advocate of this idea of a growth mindset, that's essential. But at the same time, I think asking for help and get it, getting the, the kind of tracks to run on can really make that whole process so much easier and less painful you I've, I've had conversations and people was like well I owe it to myself to figure this out it's like no you don't you owe it to yourself and to your clients to get out there and start making this work <laughs> otherwise it can really destroy your mindset if it feels too hard and you're just coming up against the brick wall after brick wall so I think there's there the the free stuff is great but you also need some help to help find that framework and what's the right thing what's the next step for you to be doing right now and I think that's where uh, business coaches and strategists can really come into their own and they are really an investment um, that will help you get advanced much much quicker. Do you know you're absolutely right and I could uh, I could wax very lyrical for very many hours on the on the subject of how very important it is to practice as well as as to, to continuously learn and, and you know I, I often use um, for for my own um, thinking about this is that 
too many students will sit there and go, well, I just need to be perfect before I get out and do something. And you often turn around and say, well, if a baby took that attitude, they'd still be sitting on the floor at 21 saying, I still don't get this putting my foot in front of the other. And, and what happens if I fall over? You know, a baby gets up, tries it, falls over. Mum or dad picks them up, sets them off again. And eventually they get it and you've got you've got them free. So uh, I keep saying, for goodness sake, take the baby step. Just just accept that you'll fall over. And, you know, the, the thing that, that worries so many people about falling over in that respect is they sort of say they'll fail. And I go, no, no, that's not a fail. That's just another opportunity to learn. You know, that's just one more lesson that you've been you've, you've, the, the universe has taught you. Take it on board and move it forward. Yeah, absolutely. And what the other thing which I think is kind of linked to that idea of it has to be perfect, it has to be good, is this idea of people waiting for permission. Like, mm -hmm. am I allowed to do this? Is this the right decision to be making? Which comes back to your idea, well, it doesn't really matter because if you get it wrong, then you fail, but you don't fail. That's information, that's valuable information that helps you to succeed. So it doesn't matter which way you go, as long as you've always got your your vision in mind and your your goal in mind and you're you're acting in accordance with your uh, values then there is no wrong you just there's just different paths to success and you learn and grow and and this idea of growth mindset I think is so important for all business owners to embrace because okay. it's not just about learning it's about failing and learning through that and thinking well that was interesting why didn't that work or why did that work I didn't think that was going to have the impact it did and really taken a moment to absorb this information and then we'll move forward take the lesson and leave the failure behind absolutely right well we could talk for hours on this but i guess the best thing to do is to move on to that question that i i always like to pose at this point which is so there's a valuable free resource that i'm sure that you've got that you could offer to the audience that would really help them to understand some of what you're talking about yeah so with this idea that a lot of people don't realize what it takes to build a business because they they miss that stage it's the the hidden part of entrepreneurship i've put together um a, a document called six steps to dream your dream clients and it's really highlighting those things that in the journey that people miss like uh get the value of getting a value proposition in place and what that really is i see a lot of people think oh my value proposition is telling people what what i do it's like no it's it's telling them what what you do for them it's it's the other way around so it really breaks down what a value proposition is it helps them to understand how to build a client journey how to have that growth mindset how to do the the follow-up the idea with marketing that um another thing people miss is two strands of marketing there's hunting and farming and most mm -hmm. people invest their time in farming because that's creating content it's doing videos it's it's being out on on interviews like this which is great but it's a slow process to get clients in you need to hunt as well which is getting out there which is perhaps the thing that people don't feel so comfortable with but is really essential so it shows you those two strategies as well so it's really bringing together those six steps and giving you a, a, a bit of a taster of how they work together to help build a solid foundation for a business and a well-rounded business that you can then take forward with more confidence great Great, great, great resource. Thank you, Melita. So what's that concept that uh, that really brought you to to forming some of this that you think has been most impactful for, for you and for the audience? I think it was that point where, as I said, I had my communication consultancy, uh, which was 
doing great. I had a wait list. I was earning a lot of money. Um, so it was kind of looked like a successful business, but it didn't feel like a successful business because I wasn't loving what I was doing. It wasn't lighting up and filling me with energy. And that's a point where, as I say, there was a moment where I didn't dare to think differently. What else could I be doing? And then I saw all these women in this position that I could really help with. I was like, maybe I could do that. But the moment that really pushed me to contact my network and, and actually be a bit more public about thinking, could I do this, um, was a quote from Richard Branson. And he said, if it's no lo longer fun, stop doing it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, actually, that consultancy, is, it isn't fun. It really feels like a chore. It's really, I was forcing myself to do my work, which isn't really a good position to be in. Your mum is all have had a job, you know. Um, but so that idea of bringing fun into business and always thinking, okay, this is hard because entrepreneurship is hard, right? But, and that's okay as long as it's fun. If it's something you're enjoying, if you're learning through that, you're growing um, and you, you've got this great work culture around you, it doesn't matter that it's hard work. So it's got to be fun. So I wanted to, it really helped me to pivot my business. And I think it's a concept that we don't talk about enough. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, brilliant advice, brilliant advice. If you uh, if you do a job you love, you never work a day a, a day in your life, do you? Yeah, I think that was exactly. a, that was that's a, I think it's an old Confucius phrase or something along those lines. So yeah. what's the uh, what's the question that I should have asked you, Belita, which is always my get out of jail free card, which means I don't have to do any more thinking on this. Um, well, maybe uh, we talked a bit at the beginning that I've been very busy this week. So maybe the question was why I've been so busy um, and it's linked to building a business, because I think one of the things that um people miss in terms of what it takes to build a business and almost the, the easiest way is to have that solid network in place and as an introvert and someone that grew up labeled the shy girl that was never something that was very easy for me so i've written a book called a shy girl's guide to networking uh which is out on pre-order in amazon right now and it came out last week and within three days it was a bestseller so I'm delighted that even just the title is really resonating with people. Um, and I'm excited to get that out there because it really it shares a different perspective on networking. So it gives you the exact steps of how to how to excel, how to build a strong network. But also the piece I found missing when I was going on my own journey was a lot of the books I was reading assumed that you are quite happy to do networking in the first place, uh, which I found really the struggle is just walking in the room. So I've developed a victory framework, which helps people create their vision, build intention, get understand how to build their courage and confidence in a way that feels right for them to create their own rules of engagement and really start to break things down differently and go about it in a way that feels right for them. And I think that victory pro framework Although in this book, it's it's related to networking. You can use it in so many different aspects, particularly as you're building a business. And there are some parts of that you're going to think, I can't do that. But using this victory framework, you can really start to break it down and, and realize that, yeah, actually, why not? If anyone else out there is doing it and succeeding, why couldn't it be possible for me too? That's great. And I, I look forward to getting, getting a copy of that uh, immediately after this. Lita, I, I think you've used one word in there which really resonates with me, which is the word intention. You know, intention is a really important word. 
in business and too few of us, I think, have intention. In fact, you know, I know intention is something that you've just been talking about there, which is really important. Having that intention, the desire, the, the drive to work out what you need to uh, in your business in order to move yourself forward. Melita, it's been a real pleasure spending the last sort of uh, 15, 20 minutes with you. I sincerely hope that uh, you continue to grow the business and you get that book out into the world. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for for spending a few minutes with me. Uh, Guys, if you want to hear more about what's going on in It's Not Rocket Science, why don't you subscribe at this link and then you'll get notifications about when we're going live with these things. So if you go to https colon forward slash forward slash tca.fyi forward slash subscribe, you can get to see hear about whenever we're doing these, meet interesting people at Melita and hear interesting discussions about how to grow your business. Melita, thank you so much this morning for spending some time. I hope Appreciate everything you've done and uh, wish you very well in the future. Thank you. Likewise.